Introducing Kaleidogos, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends, anonymously, of course. How do I say to a client, okay, if we go and sling G-strings on a car window, how are we going to make sure that everyone actually, one, responds well, yeah. and then two, we can make sure it gets a lot of attention and awareness? And so that's where PR comes into it. This episode is proudly sponsored by Dr. V Collagen Drink. Cheers. As you know, we're obsessed with our Dr. V Mixed Berry Collagen Drink. I'm turning... Think about it. (laughs) 32 in a month. (laughs) And the more I'm becoming an old hag, the more I have to get collagen into me because it's so good for your skin and your body inside and out. I have it... You know what? I have it every morning, but I also have it after lunch because sometimes I eat something rogue at lunch, like a rogue chicken dish, bad after. Let that taste out of your yeah, mouth. Yeah, I like the carbonated, you know, feel of it along with the berry taste. It really well. It's like a flavored water. Yeah, it's it's, why it's so easy to drink. It's and, so yeah. easy to drink. Zero sugar, which is great. And it's just become a good staple if you're looking for kind of an alternative to just water. Hundred percent, and I will say it crosses off the two-step kind of um, you know formula where you have to you know pour it into your water, mix it up. Like I like being able to grab and go. Oh yeah, I'm a lazy bitch. I That's what I mean. Like you know, like if you think about it, it just like helps you just go for the collagen drink straight away. That's your, your life's go-to. busy. You need to life's be efficient. Busy. Anyway, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Jump onto Dr V dot com dot au and use the code collide k o l i d e. Um, check out for 20% off multi-packs and cartons and it's free shipping nationwide. Yes, sir. So, welcome to today's episode, everyone. Yep, we're excited about this one. It's been a long time coming. We always say that with guests, I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this one actually has. This is like a PR queen mixed with a bit of tea, mixed with some lols. Mm. It's, it's all all our goss queens need. Yeah, so it's Grace Garrick. We've known her from both sides. Ooh, excuse me. I think we've known her through when she worked for PR agencies in Sydney. She'd invited us to events. And then now she's like started her own amazing agency. Movement. Movement. Um, and we've just seen the rise of this queen over the past, what, she said four years now. Four years. She's grown her business heaps. She talks about TikTok. She talks about activation she's done. And she works like a dog, so she deserves it. 100%. She's only, and she's only like 28. Yeah, she's only 28. Like she's mature. Yeah. Um, but also immature in a good way. Yeah. No, she I mean, have like, a she's killed it. Yeah. yeah. But before we start, just quickly, how was your week? How's it been? Da-da-da. Week was good. Went to Byron for my friend Beck's oh, wedding. Yeah. Had the best time. You've had a busy few days. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Stayed um, with M Morgan, who we love, and she took me out to just one restaurant I'll recommend, which is Pixie's. It was delicious. One restaurant I haven't been to, Dar. You're one up on me. Oh, I thought I was a Byron Queen. the Byron Queen is getting... Um, <laughs> fuck, I can't use my <laughs> I don't know why I words. I was going to say foreshadow. I was going to say fingered. Why yeah, would I Byron say that? Yeah, the Byron Queen's getting fingered by me, so perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, go to Pixie's, order the Chardonnay. And oh, order Chardonnay, the, buttery Chardonnay, darling. To be honest, what else did we eat? I was so drunk. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were vomiting I was vomiting day. that night. Um, and then this week's been really fun. We went on Rays. Yeah. See Rays yesterday. I can't believe we did that. That was like, like we went on sea race, so heavenly. Yeah. Um, so Emily, 
Morgan works for Ray's and she does a lot of the marketing, et cetera, et cetera. And she needed some models. Yes, models on a set. Yes. Um, bikini models on the boat. And, of course, we jumped at the idea. I mean, fuck, we went on to see Ray's absolutely lit, though. We got, like, Eddie thought we went on with heaps of people. And this morning I was like, no, no, it was just a private lunch for Steph and I. And he's like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, we got the whole life story from the head chef. He was such a down-to-earth such a legend. legend. Photographer was a legend. Staff were legends. Yeah. We got to go swimming, eat like a three-course meal, have whatever cocktails like we wanted. head chef of Ray's was cooking lunch for us. And we just got it for us. I kept going, I'm the luckiest girl in the I world. And I was looking out and the music was playing. I'm like, fuck yeah. We were saying this, this is what life would be if you were filthy rich. Like going out on your boat, hot day, cruising around the harbour, head chef of Ray's cooking for you and all your staff on board. Like... I was like, I could, I, obviously anyone would say this, but I could get used to this. And then I we were like, how are we going to make this much money to be able to do this all the time? Literally. <laughs> but I, the scary thing is I reckon you'd get so used to it. Oh, yeah, and it wouldn't even be special. You'd just be like, oh, yeah, head chef at Ray's. Oh, yeah, Paloma. <laughs> yeah, like, you just whatever. Um, and then we actually had quite a busy day yesterday and then we went, we came we back. Went to Florence and the Machine. To, yeah, we went to Emma Lewisham's event. Um and Florence and the Machine played, which was really cool. It was she, actually a really fun event. She is better live. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. I knew her, vo- her voice is like angelic, you could say. Angelic. And Emma was lovely. I've never really, like, I've seen photos of her, but she it was nice to, like, hear her speak about the brand. Authentic. Really nice. So cute. Really cute. Then we had, like, carpool karaoke on the way home. I dropped yeah. everyone home. I had, home. like, three glasses of champagne. I was kind of lit. Like, I feel over today. I was like, can everyone shut the fuck up oh, in the yeah. car? We had, like, a great mix of people in the car. You were like our mum driving us home. Yeah, one of the chicks was like, pull over, pull over. I'm getting out to meet a guy. I'm like, and then I'm she not was, like, stopping the in the middle of the fucking road, To friend being like, I need, to st- I need to tell the Uber driver to stop. And she goes, sorry, I know you're not an Uber driver. But I was like, your face is like, boy, get out of my <laughs> fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but it was good times all around. But anyway, we need to bring Grace in. Let's so bring her in. Woo. Welcome, Grace. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. We are so excited to have you. We've done a lot of work together in the past. We have. <laughs> Over like, what, five, six, seven, eight years? Yeah, easily, yeah. When, so, yeah, when you were like working at other PR agencies. Yes. And now, yeah, and now you've got your own. I know, I know. So we always just like to start from the start. So yeah. you finished school. Finished school, then went um, and studied a Bachelor of Commerce at university and thought I was going to go into finance and then also e-com, later worked out, hated it. Yes. Um, Used to cry because I couldn't get over 50% or whatever you needed to pass. (laughs) And then I remember watching The Hills and I said to my mum, I was sitting in uni. That's (laughs) what I did. (laughs) Killing it. Um, And I was sitting in uni like reading up these interviews with like, who was it at the time? Lauren Conrad. Yeah, Conrad. And then who was the one? Whitney. Yeah, but where was they? They they worked at People. People's Revolution. Yes, that's right. And so I was reading these interviews and then I was like, I'd be the perfect person for this job. I can chew the like leg off a chair. I don't (laughs) shut up. (laughs) And I called my mum and I was in comms 101. I was like, I found out what I'm going to do as a career. Comms 101. Comms 101. I was like, I know what I'm going to do as a career. And she was like, okay. You know, I probably had like 56 different careers at that stage. Yeah. And um, yeah, so then I got an internship. Worked at a PR agency for free at the time. I'm actually from Berry or Jerringong, so it's about two hours from Sydney. So interned there for, I think it was about six months, worked for free, drove two hours up, 
two hours back. We started at eight, so I'd leave at like five or five thirty in the morning. You were oh finishing eight. I was so hungry and just <laughs> like really wanted to do well and just fell in love with it. And then that was sort of the start. Oh wow. my god! So you commuted every day? Yeah, so commuted. Oh, I did two days a week as an intern. Yeah, unpaid. Um, felt like I was killing it. Um, and then I got offered a job once I finished my degree and went straight into that. Where'd work. you go to uni then? So University of Wollongong. Of oh, Wollongong, yeah, because that's yeah. a huge uni. Yeah. yeah, 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 it makes sense. And then how long? So. Then in Sydney, when did you move to Sydney though? After you got your internship, mm -hmm. when was there that pivotal moment where you were like, okay, it's time to move to the big smoke? Okay, the big <laughs> smoke move was I was poor as anything, um, getting paid minimum wage, which was amazing. Love that for me. Uh, <laughs> and moved uh, when I was 20. So as soon as I finished uni, moved straight up. You were a baby. Yeah, baby. Um, moved to Bondi, which was an eye-opening experience to say the least. Felt Everyone loves <laughs> Bondi who is not from like the area. Were you like Bondi? is like literally the mecca yeah it felt so cool i was like yeah i live in Bondi beach like yeah. it just you wouldn't I, understand you know, like, i felt like i was killing it and in my yeah element. yeah yeah um and then just worked really really hard um stayed with that agency for about five and a half years and then was going to make a move overseas just because i felt like i had grown as far and like as as large as i possibly could in this agency um and yeah thought i was going to go to london or LA, yeah, do PR, and then realize LA, hey, the dream. Oh, yes. I feel like I it would like be pretty far. I'm gonna go and chase the hills, uh, but you are literally <laughs> like me, though. You know, I that's why I did. That's why I went to fucking Bathurst and did PR, like because I literally watched the hills in Year Twelve, and I was like, I want to be Lauren Conrad. Nice. <laughs> and then I wanted to move to LA because they like were from LA, and I wanted to be in that TV show. And then I'd get to LA every time I go there, I'm like. I really don't like this no. place so much. Yeah. No, I just felt like, I yeah, I was just in that full PR scene. Yeah. Um, and then went clubbing at Pelicano one night and I was <laughs> on my notice period and I was 24 at the time and I ran into Lillian Kalouf, who is oh, a yeah. fashion designer in Australia. And she said, I'm looking for someone to do my PR. Can you do it? I thought, you know what? I'll do it whilst I'm sort of working out what my next step is. Yes. And so did that as soon as I finished, had this amazing event for her um, at the Intercon in Double Bay. And then yeah, we went to that. We went to that. Did you? Yeah. Oh my god. I remember that as soon as you I said that I'm like, like you yeah. bought in that hotel room showing thing. Yeah. Like oh, you started you. that. Cuz I feel <laughs> yeah, like we I went like to that. a few events with you in the Intercon hotel rooms Lots, and it yeah. was such a cool way to do it. Yeah. I loved that event. I remember that event and I she remember. had the showings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when she like let's say she comes up to you, she's your first client as you're freelancing. Yeah. What are you doing from like a to Z. Okay, so A to Z, this one was different. So say, for example, usually the client will say, this is where I'm lacking. What can you do in terms of like a PR strategy to really drive and get as much awareness for us as possible? But for this one, she basically was going into ready-to-wear collections. Oh, so yeah, she's, she's a wedding designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her stuff. Yeah, mm. it's incredible. And so she wanted to do this amazing launch event. And so we did launch event, then showings um, with fashion media as well. And yeah, I came up with the concept alongside her because she's such a creative and such a visionary. Yeah. She was very, very hands-on. Um, and then we just do that and then we'll workshop a tr like a traditional press office strategy at that time. So this is before sort of TikTok was huge and bits and pieces like that. So then we'd come up with something that we call a media matrix where we'll basically just outline everything that is sort of a core objective and then how we're going to get there. So what journalist, what angle, what are we going to offer them, etc. So that's what we sort of look to do for most of the talent um, oh. that you yeah. have. Yeah. How yeah. did you feel going off 
with your first client? Were you like petrified or were you ready to? No, rumble? I was like, I think I was hungry. I was ready. Um, but I felt like because of where I came from, I felt like I had to, I had no option but to do really well. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> and so I did a really, really good job on this one client and then that gave me the confidence to go, you know what, I couldn't actually do this myself. And movement was born. Yeah. So decided to start an activations only led PR agency because that's what attracted me first to London and to LA is that all the PR agencies there were doing activations led. Yeah, the charcoal challenge mm. you do. Yeah. 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 So activation great stuff for that. Yeah. yeah. And I still believe in that now, but at the time it was what, nearly we're nearly four. So no brands were really investing heavily into activations in Australia. So I quickly learned I had to do activations and PR. And so I've merged the two. And so we're sort of the core agency that does that. Wow. How much work is involved in doing an activation though? Like, how do you even come up with the idea? Are you like sourcing ideas from like overseas, like looking kind of what they're doing? And yeah. Oh and God. how do clients react there when you're like, let's do this. And it's like this big activation <laughs> yeah. idea. Like, how do you know if it's going to work? No, That's yeah. I <laughs> well, I have a little thing that I call like a recipe for success. Yeah. Like basically with an activation, in order for it to go viral, you have to sort of create that viral moment and ensure that it definitely will go viral. So it's like, how do I say to a client, okay, if we go and sling G-strings on a car window, how are we <laughs> going to make sure that everyone actually, one, responds well, yeah. and then two, we can make sure it gets a lot of attention and awareness. And so that's where PR comes into it. So yeah. that's why we sort of, I've merged activations and PR. Oh, yeah, yeah, and so sense. we do like this PR amplification process where it's like, we eventually well, i'm giving away all my secrets but i'm just going to be i know i'm so just like jotting notes down <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. so what we do is um firstly i'll either pay a snapper or i will actually talk with the paparazzi and get them oh, down can we talk capture. more about paparazzi yeah, yeah definitely learn yeah. More. yeah and so then um we screen i like get them to capture reactions so say for example then oh. pulling the underwear off their car um then what i do is then if it doesn't go get live streamed to the likes of like a publication such as daily mail or news.com i'll then pitch that out myself i then pay people to post in those community groups like yep. bondi local loop oh, or whatever to be like good idea. oh my god i just saw this on my car window so that creates that <laughs> word of mouth traction. i love that yeah and so then we then will pay tiktokers and then certain talent as well to add that sort of media value or that like social proof mm. to showcase that it's gone viral and then what i do with that entire campaign is i pitch that out and then everyone's like, oh my God, this is a brilliant campaign. It just so happened to go viral, but it, it never just so happens wow. to go viral. That is so like amazing and interesting. Yeah, what did you, do? you did it with the car window with the Charcoal Charlie's thing and it looked like they got a ticket. Yeah, parking ticket. And you filmed ticket. all the reactions. That was, so that was funny, <laughs> I liked that. I actually, that's, I fully ripped that off from an overseas company. But that's good. But because yeah. that's, yeah. that's what everyone does, I yeah. suppose. Like to a degree, you're always 100%. like copycat. Nothing like, is you know. original, yeah. ever. No, totally. You just got to copy it and like take it. That's where you get all your ideas from. No, 100%. And like, look, I do then sometimes I see myself as a bit of a creative, like we come up with some rogue ideas and like a lot of the time <laughs> they don't land. Like the other day I sent something to a client, she was just like, are you off your head? Like, what, <laughs> what are you, like, what? That doesn't even relate to it our brand. It will definitely work. I was like, I but swear. trust me. <laughs> yeah, so how do you draw the line between like, because we talk about this always on the podcast with clients, like trusting your vision versus their potentially shit vision? Yeah. 
That's the hardest thing I find because yeah. sometimes clients will say to me, particularly at the moment, like because traditional press office, so press inside magazines or online is really, really hard to secure, clients will say to us... Why is that? Sorry to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, um, it's just because of the media landscape. You've got everyone now is a content creator, whereas mm. before the primary content creators were magazines, they were online and they were also journalists. Mm. They still have an amazing place in PR, but they are there to drive credibility. Whereas I feel that now that we've got TikTok, and we've got Instagram and all these other platforms, so YouTube, true. podcasts, everyone is creating their own content. So it's really, really difficult to get press because there's limited publications now versus when I started, there was none of that around. So it was there was like shops you drop and all these other amazing magazines. It was so easy for us to get press. So it's, yeah, it's completely changed. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you just have to get really in with all the media you know publications yeah and, yeah. and stuff do you just become besties and then you're like yeah that's easy just fling this in there yeah yes <laughs> how does that work you've got to the take rails? them for coffee and stuff that's what like a girl that we always used to get help with when we worked in our office she was like just go and have a coffee with this person i'm like though, so. i don't <laughs> really want to do that <laughs> uh no no, no it's, it's hard like because i've been in the industry for it's nearly been a decade which yeah. is crazy i'm only like 28 so i sound like an yeah, old I'm dog like i'm like an old how old are you <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's um, the, a lot of the journalists I've grown up with. So when yep. I first started my career, they're at like the, the height of their career now. So it's amazing. But then there's a lot of amazing new journalists mm. coming through. So um, we do do lots of coffee coffee dates. Mm. And it's good though, like for me, it's an absolute joy because we talk about industry stuff. Yep. So for and me, I'm like, friends. I want the goss. Yeah. Like, the tell goss. me. Yeah. And Get so PR is very gossip heavy, as yeah, you know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. how about with the paparazzi? How does that work with getting in like you know with them and how does it work payment wise like do you pay them like to do these things yeah and, like do you have to build up one relationship with one certain person or it's so like it's totally changed how I work is probably a lot different to how other agencies work but I've got relationships with a lot of them so there's two that I really love um to use who are amazing uh shout out to you Jaden oh, no. <laughs> but um he so he is amazing like I will just say hey this is what we've got going on are you interested or not here's the names that we have and he'll just say yes or no and he'll shoot it basically um, and get the money off whatever publication chooses to purchase it. I have ah. sometimes paid him to shoot certain talent if he's not interested. Yeah, how does I'm just like so intrigued, you know, with all the reality shows and whatnot and then you see them like, you know, at the beach or whatever. Are they paying perhaps to like take photos of them or is that like a natural thing that they're just there wanting to get content for Daily Mail? Like how does that work oh. from a PR maybe of PR side because you do have talent. You, you work with a lot of talent though. We do. Yeah. We don't represent them. Don't but represent. Yeah. But you know the kind of like, you know, relationships the inside I suppose. Scoop. Inside scoop. Yeah. It's like unless you're going through a scandal, yep. they will chase you without you tipping them off. <laughs> um, they're definitely not paying them. They are just tipping them off, letting them know where they are. And if they're obviously of value, perhaps yeah. will go down and because they're going to make a buck. Um, but most people in Australia would tip paps off without question because unless there's no celebrities really <laughs> i know well that's why i read all the comments like, and everyone's like oh bad. they would have took them off they would have paid <laughs> there's them not like that. a kim kardashian no. like there's not like 50 paps rolling around like there definitely are celebrities in australia that do get paps that just follow them yeah. but the people who are on like reality tv shows unless there's like a scandal they are definitely tipping paps that's off so interesting all that yeah, i feel like so maths is the biggest like holds the biggest waiting hey but maths <laughs> like maths does so well on like in regards to like a website they get the best click through because you'll notice that their stories stay up on like a daily yes. mail for ages. ages it's because they're getting good traction and but so you just couldn't pay me to go on that show it's just too intimate no, no way and well, we know one of our friends went on it 
my key. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about that. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't know. I've just, I remember when he told us when he was going on it, and I was like, Are you fucking serious? I just, yes. I just would lo- rather go on Love Island. I no, think. I'm a Love Island girl. Same. I don't think I could go on any. Like, I don't think I could go, but if I had to had choose. choose, if I had to choose, it'd be Love Island. But I'd tr- audition for the UK one. Yeah, yeah. If I'm gonna make it, I've really got to make it. Yeah, <laughs> if we're going big. We're going. We're big. going. We're going big. Yeah. <laughs> How does that work for you though? Are you having to be up on all these reality shows because yes. you need to be like? ready to like hand over like you know an activation with one of the you know they get celebrities celebrities that come out of it (laughs) but you know what I mean like because we don't have like big celebrities there like obviously when they come out like their following grows by quite a lot and they're just like everyone all eyes on them so are you kind of like rushing to them when they come out of the show is that like a thing for PR agencies definitely it it is depends on what client you're working with because they are predominantly they target a mass market audience which to be honest to find key opinion leaders now that's what we call influencers a fancy little word no I remember (laughs) that when you sent us a pitch deck for something I was like that's a sick word. Yeah. A coal. <laughs> I a like K-O-L. that. K-O-L. We're going to get a few coals. Coals. <laughs> Not influencers. Um, no, so we call them key opinion leaders. Yeah. Um, and basically it is really hard to get that mass market talent now because you're either like super premium mm. and premium are great, but they sometimes are position based. So like they'll position your brand, but they won't necessarily convert. So say, for example, if you're trying oh, to sell a product, yeah. certain people who are very premium sometimes don't sell product, mm. which is great because they still have a really great benefit great as well but the people like a reality star because the general household in Australia is watching that show they're usually really 100%. high converters so yes we have to be across it but I don't I'm usually not home to watch t- the TV yeah. so I will just I just watch news all day do yeah. you oh, wow. yeah you all have it on day. in the office no I just I constantly flick through news sites I probably like check a news site probably every one to two hours like with that question I also love it though yeah, I like all news everything. or yeah. Yeah, all news. news. Yeah. Like um, celebrity news, most like general news, not politics, couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read yeah. the AFR now though because I've now got a boyfriend who works in it so I feel like I have oh to be God, a who's your I know, I shouldn't Tell have said that. <laughs> I know, I know. You have not hard launched this person. I have. Oh, you have? have you? Yes. Come on, Oh, my guys. God, get him up. Come down. on. What the fuck? I know, I know. I shouldn't have said that now. Well, He's going to hate quick. me. Tell us. <laughs> Quick, quick. Like, yeah. No, 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 quick, quick, quick. No, so he works in finance. So I feel yep. like because I don't want to sound like a dumb blonde publicist, I have kept up to date on the you AFR. You're hardly a dumb blonde publicist. <laughs> no. Oh, my but, God. Um, hot. Do we like? We yes. love Let's see. Yes, I know. He's the Can best. Can you tell us how you met? Yeah, so we actually met oh, um, through friends. So He is hot. Hot. Yeah, cute. I know. He's so nice. Is he a Sydney boy? No, from New Zealand. So oh, Kiwi. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes, first nice guy I've dated. Oh. Kiwis are the best. <laughs> Which is actually, Fuck. that's a lie. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I was like, all the ones before you. Like, uh. They're all yeah. lessons. They're yeah, all lessons. letting you evolve to your higher self. Exactly. <laughs> but I didn't really date because I, w- I literally work yeah. like 12 hours a day. So. Literally. I was like, yeah, fuck you. But like, if he yeah. works in finance, he probably does the same. It's the best because I don't ever, if I'm on my phone, it doesn't matter because he he, he works harder than me. So it's like, it's the best possible relationship. So good. How do you turn off? Like, do you turn off like a, do you have like a kind of routine? Ritual? Like morning, night, we're into our morning and night routines at the moment where we yeah. kind of like have a little ritual in the morning and night to make sure we turn off or turn on for the day or whatever. But do you have that? Because you're so mm. like, 
fast paced and whatnot or you're just like nah <laughs> I, I used to be so good like I used to be I'm very spiritual and I used Ooh, to meditate every that. day yeah very very spiritual okay. um but then now I haven't been meditating but I'm going to get okay. into doing you it go again. in and out of it it's hard I've been it trying every morning again and, it's and is it helping I can only do like five to ten minutes and five we used to do 20 me. minutes twice a day and yeah. now it's like it takes so long to get back into it again it does and your mind races and then the thing I find so hard is you're like I forgot to do this I've got to do this I've got to do this I've got to do this and then by the time you get out of it you're like what the fuck tip was I just what I need to write that down yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean I know you do have ideas though when you meditate you're like yeah, that's if yes. you're in more of a zen state but in the morning sometimes I'm just like anyway I need to get my shit together that's beside the point but <laughs> I want to go back to the converter thing. Yeah. Who do you think is like the highest converter? Yeah. What in celebrity wise? In like in the in key opinion leader world. Yeah. Versus like, actually don't do the brand thing because that's probably just key, just converter. Yeah. Well, people who we've worked with in the past who are yep. really, really high converters is um, that Sofa Dofa. She is amazing. Oh, yeah. oh my God, I'm obsessed Same. with her. She is, and I, I'm not really into the TikTok talent, not super like, oh my God, but she, I love her. My I don't sister, know what it is. That's like the 21 year old age group as well. Yeah. My sister's obsessed with her. But and yeah. she, yeah. she just like, there's something really sexy about her. Oh, okay, Steph. Ooh, yeah, I know. Do you <laughs> think? Do you think? <laughs> no, I agree. But she also, the reason why she does well is all these large scale legacy brands that have made their money off people like us or even like that older mm. target demographic, they um, are now looking to go into that Gen Z community because they're so easy to sort of captivate 100%. and to sell through. And that's sort of the next gen for them. Um, so she does really, really well. Sorry. If I looked at their Instagram or TikTok, I can generally tell if yeah. they're going to be convert. Um, how can you tell me like how, yeah, how do you like? Yeah, it's no. all like, okay, so the people who convert are people who will sit up and have their TikTok and they'll talk as if they're talking to their best friends. Yeah, yeah. It's people who actually speak to their audience, they're relatable, they can communicate, they build this amazing community. They don't need to have the biggest following at all. They need to be people who are constantly engaging with their community versus people who are posing these yeah. really super fixated sort of, they've, I mean, that's the worst word. They're fixated. Yeah. yeah. And they've also like sat there and put a filter over a filter and yeah. are very private and people don't relate to that anymore on social media at all. Well, you're drawn to like, if you think about who you follow and who you jump to on your story or your TikTok, it's always people that are just like open about it. And consistent. Mm. Like, you know how Cat Clark's like, I nearly got run over by a bus. But first, <laughs> I'm going to make some rice. But then, yes. and then she does that every single time. I'm like, shut up. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm still watching. Yeah. And, but the, th but the people like, and this is not talking to luxury or premium brands, no. totally different ball game. This is mass market. Then you've got like Abby Chatfield. Obviously she does really well because she's a hundred percent herself. Yeah. She's speaking all the time. And she's so active. 100%. She's always on And she's media. never backed down from her opinions. No. Ever. Never. Which is amazing. Like it, that's a hard to do in her role, like mm. where she sits yeah. in sort of the media landscape. Then you've got like Martha. She does amazing. I love yeah, her. Yeah, I love her. I love her. And yeah. her, it's because she showcases her, like she's real. She showcases her family life, like, like how her hard mom. her pregnancy yeah. was. Yeah, and it makes you go, you know what? She's actually normal and that's kind of like me. Oh, I didn't wake up and do my run at 6 a.m. Like, you know, those people yeah, you yeah. just feel better about yourself when you <laughs> yeah. listen to it. And uh, do you think like the... I need commission for that, by the way. Whoever yeah, I know. I was going to say, just anyone <laughs> that you've like kind of ticked here, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> no, but they're a, good. I get a push. Yeah. How about with that, going just quickly with TikTok, how are you knowing, like, is that just another platform you're on all the time because you have to see who's up and coming or what's happening or... Yeah, but I love it. You I love, love it? I mean, is TikTok I'm, your platform now? Yeah. yeah. I don't I'm like addicted. it. Oh. 
the Haley and well, Selena. Well, you're a TikToker yeah. though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're a TikToker. I love. I oh, do you have any like? What are your thoughts on this Haley and Selena thing? Is it all smoke and mirrors? <sighs> I don't know. I am team. I can't work it out. I used to love Haley, and I now I'm no, same. But you've converted. I, I feel like I'm going to the dark side. Don't Why? Go to, have you watched Selena's? Um, buddy, Doco. Doco. I know, but I feel bad. For, she's a hustler. She started from she nothing. She was really mean to everyone on there. I know she's. Yeah. Got, I thought she's anyway. I've already talked about it on the potty. I can go into it again, but I'm not. Gonna <laughs> I like. Everyone. I sit in a rabbit hole. I'm like, <laughs> like, um, Kit say to me, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, don't worry. I'm just catching up on the latest yeah. uh, news." <laughs> it's new. I'm intrigued by that crew, though. They're so pretty addictive. I. Like, oh. I love Haley. I just think she's so hot, though. I'm like obsessed. She's stunning. <laughs> Her mm. style and everything. She like. It just, Stunning. She's extremely curated as mm. well, which I like for yeah. her. My um, hairdresser yesterday was like, but she's got, and she made a good point. She's like, I don't know, I feel like she's got evil eyes. And I'm like, she kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's got a really, really bitchy eyes. And I was like, that's quite not true. I know. But, but then I also think like, imagine if you, like they're proper next level famous, oh, like yeah. inhumane to the point where they wouldn't be able to walk down the street yeah, 100%, no way. There's obviously going to be coincidences. Like, yeah. you could pull out anything and go, oh, but they did it on this day. And once the internet believes something, it just oh, goes it's easy, hey. Nuts. You could make up anything. Exactly. Well, you know, yeah. yeah. Who's, so. like, the biggest celeb you've worked with? Or is there anyone you want to work with that you're, Ooh, like... Anyone that... Who I would want to work with would be, like... I would love to work with Morgan Stewart. She's really? not, like... Yeah. Despite being, like... She's not, like, obviously the biggest I love dog yeah. of all time. But I adore her. I think she is amazing. You remind me of her. Oh, don't say that because oh, then I'm going to screw around this record. She knows how to. the whole of the row. She, they, she only wears the row. The only ever wears that or YSL. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she's just like, so she, do you remember, do you know her? She's yeah. from Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. I know who she is, but I'm not like I'm not yeah. like, across so her. So she married Phil Collins. She got married to this guy on the show and they got divorced and then she married, no, what's his name? Not Phil Collins. No. Dr. <laughs> Phil, Phil Collins. Dr. No, that's Phil. Dr. Phil's son. Oh, Who's really? Like I didn't know that. Music. God, we're going real deep gossip. I know. Who is Phil Collins? Yeah, that, I think I it's that say, guy that's Collins' dad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, wait, I make up the weirdest shit. Anyway, <laughs> she is my vibe. She reminds me of you and I love oh, how she don't. speaks so fast. So, okay, when I listen, no, do you know who <laughs> so that's around <laughs> Call thing. Her Daddy is like one of my favourite yeah, Oh, I love Save And so when I watched her on, because I watched the full video, I get it in high def. And yeah, yeah, it yeah. Up on my she phone. was good on that. So good, but speaks so fast. Yeah. And I was like... You make me feel good about myself. So, like, She's I got, I've got told before that I speak way too fast. And they're like, is it nervous energy? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Now you're making me overthink. <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, fuck. probably. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> I talk fast. But you, it's like I, I don't know. I don't think you talk fast. No. How are your TikToks going? Because you're very consistent on there. I w like, I try to do one a day is the rule. Yeah. Um, really good. That's how my business has grown almost, like, tri triple. So, basically, last year I came back from Europe and then was so into TikTok and was like, I'm going to showcase what we do in a day in the life. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like a lot of university girls and guys are really interested in PR. Mm. It's a very sort of social media or attractive job 100%. on social media. And so I started to showcase that and then we were pulling really large clients. And every time I would speak with them, they would say to me, oh, we watch your TikToks and you just seem so down to earth and relatable. And because normally when you think of PR girls, they do have kind of like the same reputation as a real estate agent, mm. which is not necessarily great. Yeah, I was, <laughs> like, oh, I was like, that's a good comparison. Yeah. We're real estate agents, <laughs> no, you know, we sell the dream. <laughs> 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 but we do. 
and so I think that showcasing... That's a good skill to have, though. Yeah. I'll give it to you then. Oh. Yeah. I was like, look, I might go into real estate if PR doesn't work out. Oh, I can imagine you doing <laughs> you that. you really good at that. <laughs> no, I don't. I feel like everything, you're like, you are amazing. No. Like, <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs> this is 48 Hopeton Road, Vaucluse. <laughs> oh. God. So that's how you got a lot of your clients. Lots of them. At the end of... So we've literally tripled one staffing tripled our clients and then we've moved offices again because we've grown so much in the last wow, sort of great. it's only that been like amazing. four months or four to six months so and that's all because of tiktok it is so powerful in regards to like i say to clients instagram is the website yep. it's to create aspirational yes. qualities it's to make sure that you look amazing and position oh, you i've tried Tic- explaining that before though and everyone's like but where's the growth yeah. where's yeah. the sales oh. and i'm like it's a brand new activation (laughs) it's just like just oh it's so hard yeah and then tiktok is like the new audience generation that's where you create new leads and that's where you can be have a real personality viral yeah Yeah, and build that community which is what you need now to survive as a brand so what's been your like best activation you've ever done or like the most successful one do you think oh the one the most successful is the parking tickets just because it's now being copied by 56,000 brands, which I actually love that it has because it's a sign that it was good. Has anyone copied it? Do, how so does that many. work in the PR world, like in Sydney? Because there's quite, you know, a few, obviously. How do you all get on firstly is my first question. Yeah. And secondly, is there a lot of like crossover with stealing ideas or clients and stuff like that? Like how does it work? Yeah, I mean, look, the <laughs> two ones that copied were, they were brands. <laughs> but I was actually, I was thrilled that they copied because it made me go, it means that oh, it actually well. wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't and just the like, flash in the pan thing. It, it's them, like... In, like getting inspired by you yeah. and you're doing well. So. And I got inspired by someone else. Yeah. So like it wasn't a, an originated idea, but it's I like activations are never like amazing ideas. It's like a cool idea and then it's the PR amplification mm-hmm. that makes it cool, which is that little viral thing I said before. Yeah. But then in regards to PRs getting along, <laughs> <laughs> well, well no, tell me everything. No, yeah. um, I am a huge believer in like, I try and be friends with everyone. Yeah. I mm. always, you're a friendly gal though. Yeah, I'm just not like, I don't want to engage in like that sort of catty behavior. I know it does happen um, because people chop and change like brands, chop and change client. Like, no, that's the wrong way I'm saying. Um, brands chop and change I PR agencies. I will say that. I noticed that, like, you know, being on the other side, obviously having collide and stuff, like, just sometimes the confusion, you'd be, like, you know, emailed from one PR agency and then, the yeah. next, and then it's, like, another person from someone that, like, another PR agency for that brand. I'm, like, fuck, how does that all work? It chop, mm, like, yeah. that, how, is that brand just, like, not happy all of a sudden after their three-month term and then they're, like, okay, on to the next? Like, I think, is yeah. it quite fast turn, turning kind of client relationships and, well, maybe you don't want to... No, I was, no yeah. I'm so honest. I think like, yeah, there's a mix of it. Like firstly, they might not get on with the agency. Like yeah. sometimes people have totally different ways of working mm. and every agency is so different and they push a different thing. And then you have, so there is a lot of high turnover at the moment just because I feel like the landscape is so much quicker than what it used to be. Like yeah. you've got TikTok, which what, something can go viral overnight. Mm. But then you also then have sometimes the brand, it does get stale sometimes when you work on a client over a very long oh, no, period of time. You're like, yeah. even the publicist is like, look, I'm totally Short, okay sharp, with quick that. is better. Yeah, but then that's why it sometimes changes. But I feel like there's so much business in Australia for PR that P- PR agencies aren't really like, oh my god, you stole my client. It's no, not like yeah. that. I don't. I feel like maybe it was back in the day, but definitely not now. And I think if like when we would get clients, they'd be like, oh, my, the old social media manager was so shit. That's a red flag for us because if you're going to talk shit about your prior like 
person that you engage with and if we can look back and see that you know they haven't done a shit job then it's like you're probably the issue oh, and so like there's a few of those sometimes yes. you, we got to a point where we're like we're not going to in the first meeting if you're and I like giving us the sense that you're going to be difficult. You either kind of charge more, or alternatively, you just don't take them on. No, that always happens. I think I told like, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, because it becomes a headache. Like, there's nothing. I love my job. I'm so passionate about PR. But then, if you have a bad client, it can ruin, and it's like debilitating. Like sometimes you, I've been in positions where I've gone to work and gone, I, I can't do this. Sick yes. about going I on this it. meeting, and the like, anxiety as well. You're just yeah. like, yeah, and it's just it's that to me is not worth any money in the world. No, like, for what? Like. Yeah. And you get sick. You you're do, like, you and you're at, you're thinking like, I actually can't make this work, no. but I want to because there's pride and ego involved. But you can't. Mm. Yeah. And then you're trying you to, to chase your tail the whole time, yes. trying to like, you know, you yeah. know, they'll email constantly about stuff, and you're like, fucking trying to like come up with the email back to like get them back. You yeah, know what I mean? And then like, like email wars. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the worst. So, and then you turn into a bad relationship, and then oh, it's weird, and then it's like so bad. God. So we always try when that happens, and I can feel that. I always just go, let's jump on a call. Because yeah. then I'm like, once you usually speak to the client yeah, on the phone, 100%. they're like, oh, I understand. What I found, having done this for so long, is that it's usually mani- it's the cl- managing client expectations. 100%. And from the outset, oh. I've become... It's like a psychology session as well. It's like, how are they seeing this? Like, why yeah. am I seeing something different now? I'm going to put myself in their shoes. You've got to always kind of think like that. Yeah. But yeah. it's a uh, hard one. It's navigating relationships though, you know. Oh, and but I think yeah. the big thing is putting that in the contract, which is such a nightmare thing to think about. And you're like, I don't want to change this contract. But it's being like, this is what you're going to get from yeah. me. And if you want any more, <laughs> you're yeah. going to have to pay for it, unfortunately. I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's so Simple. many shockers, you know. Yeah, it's like so easy. <laughs> yeah. I always think about that as well, but it's like. It's so, a lot oh, easier said than done, especially so if the easy. client's your friend as well. I have yeah, a thing where I really. try not to work with friends. Mm. Yeah. Because we've big, done a lot in the past. Yeah. We've had a few like, that. yeah. Go wrong. I think, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it becomes really awkward. Well, money's involved. It's yeah. always yeah. Fucking, I think it's better know? if they're not your friends and they maybe become your friends in the relationship. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to ask you, because I feel like, you're similar to us and you also have you also have a lot of younger staff. Yeah. How do you manage that relationship where it's like you go out, you get really drunk together or you have a big <laughs> night together and then and then you have to be like Samantha that was <laughs> unacceptable behaviour last night. But in three days time let's get let's on, back let's, on it again. let's go yeah. for lunch. Like it, that is just to me like terrifying. It's really hard. Like I <laughs> it is really hard. We had an instance and um I was <laughs> Tossing up if I should bring this up or not. We So I am huge about, like, I want my agency to be the best culture. I mm. want people to want to come to work because I feel like I've been in experiences before where I absolutely despise going to work. And <laughs> I feel like then I would produce really bad results. Yes. And so I want them to feel like, obviously, there's going to be days where they don't want to be there. But I try and create mm. this really fun culture. But with that, you then become their like their friend. Mm. And then you're also their boss. But... I'm really good at, like, I just nip it in the bud straight away. I don't, like, like, I used to simmer on it Mm, and then I would explode and then I would feel really bad and not explode, like, I'd never yell. I'm not a yeller. Like, I don't imagine you as a yeller. Yeah, but I just would get really annoyed and, like, agitated and irritated. Yeah, and I just, then I would feel bad for doing that as well. So now what I do is I just say, like, we'll either go for a little hot lap around the block. I'm like, okay, let's go for a quick walk. Let's just have a chat. And how I usually approach it is, like, 
is everything okay on your end? Because I, your behaviour here, here and here is not how you normally behave. Like that's not why you were so amazing at the start. Yeah. What can I do to help you get back on mm. that path? So like I just approach it really softly, but I will do it straight away. Mm. Or I just do the old slack like, hey, don't say that on a call. Like that's not cool. Oh, and you do it through Slack, okay? Yeah, but then my my staff are like, it very rarely happens. They are they are very very respectful of me, um, which is lucky. It means you've hired well. Very, mm. they're they're amazing, <laughs> like truly amazing. But we did have an instance, um, Melbourne Cup. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no <laughs> dramas. Uh, <laughs> so basically, what happened was um, I gave them all a warning. We're going to Mateo. It's going to be such yeah. a fun thing. We're going with um, one of my best friends. She has another business, Cole Hair in Double Bay. Yes. Shout out to that whole team. They're amazing. If you need good oh, yeah. hair. Oh, yeah. Love Cole Hair. Yeah. We do. We do. We do. We They're do. amazing. And so we were all there. It was a really fun environment. I gave them all a warning on email. Just remember, while we're at the lunch, you're re rep representing the agency. And we're around people that we work in Double Bay. There's all businesses in Double Bay. Yeah. Please try and not act get too fucked up the absolutely end. Yeah. <laughs> and so then um then we're like literally probably an hour into the lunch and then i turn around and look at one staff member who is sculling aix rosé out of the water glasses no. that they have ordering shots doing everything which i was like fine if you can do that and still stand hold yeah. yourself yeah kudos to you <laughs> but let me tell you when you're out the front in a pot plant of the oak uh, post lunch you can't do it. And so that was one what, instance. Like full vomiting. I'm talking people. It was like paralytic. Oh and it was no. to the point where I was like, this can't get any worse. I bet it did. It just kept going and going and going. Did you go, oi, get in a cab and go home? Yeah. And yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not. That's what the answer was back. I'm not going. I'm not. Oh, having a tan to you. Oh, my God. You'd wake <laughs> up with the biggest demons no. after that. You'd be like... Did they wake up and message you going, I'm so sorry, or no memory? Some of them did, because I Oh, there was a the few. There was a multiple. <laughs> <laughs> the whole staff went wrong. Oh, and my it was God. Like, it was like something was like, I don't know what It must happened. have been a full moon. Oh, well, you must have been working been. them fucking hard, oh. Grace. They were like, <laughs> like see ya. See Let's ya test her. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then there was, um, apparently one of them, was they told me this story now, because we all laugh about it yeah. now. The next morning, did you get on email and go, that was an absolute disgrace. I could not. I had to leave work early, which I never leave work early. Yeah. Because I was scared I was going to fly off the handle and go. <laughs> this bitch has gone crazy. Road. Yes. Did you come into work silent treatment? Yeah. 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 Did the full full mum and Were dad. You hungover? I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. No, because I was so I couldn't even drink because I was so like. Oh, you were really. Are you? Yeah. You were joking? like a daddy daycare. Yeah. Like you're like looking after all your children. Like <laughs> hoping they, they don't die. Did Cole hair say anything in you? No, because they're like they're like, they're like the <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, no one saw because I was like, it was just, I have no words for it. Still to this day, I'm like, did that happen? Did you, <laughs> did you fire anyone after that? No, no like okay, never. Yeah. I was just, Morning one. Yeah. So I you just, left home, you left work. I yeah. need to get through this whole day. You yeah, got so to work. got to work was just silent. And then now after speaking to them about <laughs> it, because we laugh about it, they said that they call one of the girls, the one that fell in the pot plant. She's going to listen to this, which is even funnier. <laughs> and she was like. Good on you, doll. She's like, oh I've my. I've been there. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, I'm so hungover or something. And then they were like. Do you not realise what you did yesterday? She's like, no. <laughs> like, why? They're like, you, oh, need no to get, memory. you need to get to work early. And then it was just, yeah, humour. And then so I went, went um, home, obviously, halfway through the day because I just was so angry. What did you do when you got home? Just, like, <laughs> laid down and was just, I, I felt, do you know why I was angry, though? Because I was like, 
I did that as a treat. Yeah. You could have gone rogue after. Like, go rogue Spend after. Spend all this money on leave. shots and rosé yeah. for them to fall in pot plants all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and don't get me wrong, I love to like. I'm yeah. the biggest like. I love a fun yeah. time. Yeah, but I was like, come on. Anyway, so then, <laughs> so then, um, I then sent um, warnings to everyone, and we had a chat, and they all did apologize. What was it like? How does this e- like? Just do a rough Steph loves copy, this shit, as yeah. you can tell. Rough copy of the email, like hi all. Yeah, I do. Like, yeah. Well, some of them were. There was like one or two who were great, so they didn't obviously get it. And then the <laughs> the, the rest, um, I just said, look, what what happened was that's completely. Firstly, I'm disappointed that you. I felt like I was taken advantage of. Like, yeah. you don't. You're an hour into lunch and you're going completely rogue and ham. Like you've never seen a free bar before. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we all love a free drink. Come on, let's I know. The bullshit. <laughs> I, know. I know. And then I was like, thirdly, like do that, but yeah. like at least be able to, let, you know, handle it. Um, and then I just said, like, I'm really disappointed. Also, you have embarrassed the agency. Like, we're in the business of creating images for brands and creating personalities PR. and perception. And uh. then you guys have the worst image. Imagine going to a client, this is what you should do with your brand profile. Yeah, uh. you're passing out in a pot plant. Under <laughs> it, just behind, like trying to have a combo <laughs> with the client. Yeah. yeah. But look, whatever. We, we laugh so hard about it Of course you laugh about it now, yeah. Have you taken them out since? Yeah, my yeah, question. we have. Okay, and are they all well behaved? Yeah, like the the Christmas party, um, I that, I think they were quite nervous that I wasn't going to have the Christmas party because we have a big Christmas party every year, and <laughs> then the Christmas party. I've never seen such behaved people in my life. I was oh like, wow! Guys, have a drink. Yeah, can someone <laughs> drink here with me? Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was yeah. On that note of Christmas party, let's get this book out. Yeah, I want to. Oh. Can you talk through what this is? Yeah, everyone. That okay. okay, so can't see um, obviously. My staff, we have again huge, really great culture. We're like a little family, and they gave me instead of buying me a present. Well, they did get me a present, but they also created the best present of all, which is welcome to the best of movement 2022. Oh, and it's I love this. I know you can have a look. Do you want me to run through it? Can you yeah, run okay. through it, and then I want to look at the okay. pictures. Okay, okay, great. Yeah. There's some like love interests on here as well. And that also. Um, Okay, that. You Tell have it. client email, like client lols that just... Oh. You know when you have those moments where you're like, oh my God, that's a lol, chuck it in the book. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I love that they made this for you. It's so I know. cute. Did you shed a tear? I, I was so emotional. Oh, yeah, because I'm like a little crazy. baby. Um, so they have email correspondence highlights. This one time I was interviewing someone for a role and they told me we had like a... I always do a video call before just to see if it's like a great one. Also for me, I'm the biggest one for personality. I can just tell if you're going to mesh into the team. Yeah. I don't yeah. care like what you dress or look like. What it's it, the I hand want. movements and how they so, you know, yeah. interact. I <laughs> love it. Do you speak like you? me? Yes. <laughs> um, so anyway, but, tell us. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So the first is email highlights. Anyway, I was doing this video call with her and I was seeing where she where she lived. Was it close by? And she's like, Yeah, I can come and do a face to face interview in your office because I'm just up the road. I can walk there. I was like, Amazing. How does next week work? Anyway, then had to cancel because we got a client. I think the client was on the Today Show or something. Yeah. Something amazing. So obviously the client comes first yes. before my business. Client number one and then she sent me this thing saying how disappointed she was because she booked flights to come to the to the um interview and then i had to pay for her flight and i've got reference here that <laughs> please read this out i even Wait, I'm i was so like, confused then i started to freak out and i was like oh my god i feel so bad but you said you lived up, said the lived up the road i know so anyway that was that was the first um the this end. one mm. talent who is actually a like he is a celebrity we paid him to do um some posts for an alcohol company about 
I'm already laughing. I don't even know what and it is. And then he was like, okay, well, these are my rates. And they were exorbitant. Like, rates that you would pay literally Kim Kardashian <laughs> to post. <laughs> so we're like, okay, no. How about we give you alcohol X. instead? And we'll do a little bit of a rate, but we'll give you a lots of comps. Yeah. Drinks. Yeah. Anyway amazing went ahead with it and then he was like the content's going to be amazing selling in this huge story and so then we're like great we might bring him on for an ambassador role got the photos of the alcohol <laughs> we then were like what the hell is that he took a photo from the courier driver leaving it on the driveway and then put <laughs> a strobe effect on it i kid you not and then a song and it was like some oh, like, some plane like over the top. No. on a static image on a story. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Do you have this photo? Do you have to be?" Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, "You know what? That's thank you, amazing." Now that is jaw <laughs> dropping content right there. I was like, "Are you a con that content? That will stop creator? you in your tracks Sorry, on Instagram." This person got so much alcohol as well. I know. Fucking rude. I know. And then the next time we had this big client who was a global client, they do lots of paid talent promotion. And so they were like, okay, great. Can you lock in some um, some talent for us? Absolutely. No problem. Worked with talent that we've worked with in the past. Then we went a bit rogue and chose two other different talent because the ones we loved weren't available. And then they took a photo of the product on a bedspread and then the <laughs> other person took it on a bit of tissue that was all crumpled up. <laughs> and the best was when I had to have an argument with the manager and she's like, what's wrong with that? And I was like, what do you mean? What's not? I actually right can't with it, even yeah. like what. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's all right. I was uh, like, with all due respect, it's shot on a bedspread. <laughs> Why? Like that is just frustrating in itself. Hey, oh. like you're hard, Like you're obviously paying content creators. Like. That's their job. That's to, like, why you've got to pay ideas. more micro influencers because they respect and love what they're doing. Like 100%. Normal, look, talent are normally amazing. Mm. You do get some rogue ones though. And sometimes you're like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have ideas like activation ideas that go wrong. Yeah. Like, they um, do go wrong. Yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they do. And so once we had one that was a kissing booth and then we had all these people, they did it. Oh my God, on like a rainy the movie? Day. Yeah, but it was actually, the idea was amazing and it was actually executed again movie. later when the weather was great. Um, and we had all these people who were like these creepy men walking past going to try and kiss the oh staff no. and it, it just turned hair-shaped. And I was like, yeah. um, we're going to get some HR issues. Yeah. The <laughs> <It could laughs> but me. stuff goes yeah. wrong all the time. Like we've had events, um, we've had an event once where it was a salon and <laughs> all it started to rain and then all of a sudden the roof literally came to <gasps> and they're doing hair and there's water coming out. <laughs> What else have we had? Balls oh, yeah. the best, the best. This is the best PR moment, though. Okay, That's tell not, us. Oh, this is in here later on. Oh, here. This is the moment, because hence the beanie. Oh, my gosh. I popped a Valium. That's how bad <laughs> I was. So I was obsessed with this guy at the time, who was obviously not into me. Like, it made me more obsessed. You're reflecting yeah. now about <laughs> it? Like, killing it. Um, anyway, um, we were doing this event, and it was the events team in my business that did it. I go to the events, and normally I'm across everything, but we had back-to-back -back events. And so yeah. this is their one. They owned it, killed it. We're putting the place cards on the table. And this guy has a kind of weird name. And so I looked at it and I was like, oh, random. Didn't think anything of it until I'm standing there and like all of everyone's arriving. And then he rocks up with another girl like a week after I had hooked up with him. Yeah. And I was like, 
No. Hi. And that what he did send me no. for six. The worst bit was I then have like, I'm literally sitting there like, not sitting actually, standing in heels. I am so anxious. And then knowing that I then had to do a thank you everyone for coming. A little welcome speech. speech. Directly in front of where they were sitting. And so you can just imagine. Oh. So wait, was the, he was bringing obviously a plus one and that was a guest you didn't know. Yeah. And well, I think my... That is rude. Well, my, my, I don't think he knew that we were doing the event. Oh, he didn't it was know. Like a code, I like, think he I was... I thought you... He oh, was like I was either, like, that's weird if he knew and then he yeah. did that. Did he look like he'd seen a ghost when he saw you or oh. he didn't give a fuck, which is, I don't know what's No, worse. it was <laughs> very awkward. It was like, hey. I, yeah, and it was just like... Did you do follow-up messages and, after that being like, that was weird hey, or no? No, 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 no. no, no, no. That no, was no. the end of it. I was like, thank God I've gotten over him now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, Papa I was like, um, <laughs> yeah. literally nothing better. <laughs> oh no, literally, I was like shaking though. You know when you, it's like yeah. you know when you see, I know when you, it's like a shock and yeah. you're just like upset and you're just like, Fuck. and your mouth like, goes super yeah, dry. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the yeah that. That's I a moment to remember. Oh. Right now, ne- like we'll never forget it. And now my team, we always laugh. We're like that is humor. Like of who had the Valium? <laughs> I have have them just because if I ever like I don't take them unless I have like a panic attack or something, which yeah. is very rare. I have one once a year, but I don't oh, okay, worry. so you it's actually an emergency kit, <laughs> emergency yes. starter pack. Don't worry, I said on the potty the other day. <laughs> I had one before I even got to the airport when I went overseas because I was already anxious before I got on the plane that Eddie was like, "You need to take it." before you even pack, you're that anxious. And no. I was like, just lay in bed and I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it didn't even work though. That's like how hectic I was. I was like, it's weird though that you don't really, no, yeah, but maybe we don't notice because we're so chilled when we're on them. I don't know. Anyway, I don't but know. it's I don't the adrenaline. Them. I don't think the Valium would have helped you oh, then. I was. The heartbreak doesn't help that. I was like that. a space kid out up on stage. I was like, um, thank you all for <laughs> coming. <laughs> Fuck you to that man sitting yeah. over there. Get the fuck it's out like of my <laughs> event. <laughs> Last thing I wanted yep. to bring up with you was the no boundaries kind of aspect of your business. Can you talk us through that? Because I think yeah. people find that So I started no boundaries because firstly it was ebooks because I had lots of university girls that would always reach out and guys who would say, we'd love, like, I really want to get into PR. How did you get into PR? And so it was kind of like a little toolkit that I wish I had when I was at uni because uni teaches you stuff like traditional press and fitness, but they actually don't teach you how to actually be a publicist. Mm. And in my game, I'm not corporate comms. We are publicity, so totally different to corporate comms. And so it just basically showcases everything you need to do to drive traditional press office, build relationships and get press for your clients. That did really well. And then as movement was growing really, really fast, we had so many amazing businesses that would reach out that wanted PR but PR is there's a barrier to entry being that one you have to sign on for a long period of time and then two it's very like costly Um, and so basically I thought to myself these businesses need PR but they're never going to be big enough to actually warrant that spend Um, and so I started this pay-as-you-go PR platform so basically it acts like a e-commerce platform so say for example you want one press release written you go on and then you just buy it as you would buy a dress or if you want one traditional press article you would just go on and buy it as if you would so good i love that kind of stuff though yeah (laughs) even just being working from home now i've been doing like courses here and there that you can just like kind of go on anything that's like a subscription based service Mm. that's i pay monthly yeah for like (coughs) one course i'm doing and i love it so good i do i do one as well expense it as well oh yeah good one it's like a Mental note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so there's courses and then we actually do the work for the e-com platform where we go and get them the press. Amazing. So, That's yeah. such a good idea. I love that. So, collide advice for the week. That's mm-hmm. what we end every episode on. 
love for your recommendations or advice. Okay, so my recommendation is a reusable film camera, 35mm Co. It's the best for content creation and amazing for your social and you actually have long-lasting memories versus taking a thousand selfies and with your friends and then looking back and going, cool, which one am I going to face? I looked at that website the other day, by the way. Yeah. It looks really, it's a good idea. I love my film cameras. I've got heaps of film cameras. But I mean, like, for someone that's not, like, a photographer, like, Mm. it's, you know, and they just want to have, like, a quick film camera. It's so easy to order online. So easy. Yeah, and they're really cute looking. Really cute. You can buy them in all different colours. And there's a good PR idea for the table and stuff. I like that. Yeah. So we do their PR, actually. Oh, you do the PR? Yeah, she is. She's so young. So young and absolutely killing it. Yeah. she has the best business I've ever seen. Like yeah, no she way. Mark Morris the other day. Well. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Really, no, really inspiring and smart. Like, you know, when, that's the good thing about being in PR. When you listen to these amazing either startups or brands that are doing amazing things, you're like, wow. I need to get my act together. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, Steph? Uh, my collide advice is going to be the Cozas foundation. Oh, you love Ooh. that. Yeah. Not the tinted face oil, the actual foundation that I recently bought. And the Hourglass Eyebrow Gel. Nice. Okay. I'm going to do, I ordered that Vitaly, Vitaly? Vitaly, yep. So we've been talking about our supplements lately and I went on there because I was noticing in America they're doing this kind of like um, retainer-based like monthly payments where you just order all your vitamins. And it was like, I did a little like questionnaire like about health concerns and um, they just like give you like a personalised package of supplements. Like Amazing. vitamins. I got like five and it's like, I don't know, I got a discount code, but it was like 68 bucks for the month. Like you pay like 50 for one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really good. I know, I know. That's so amazing. Guys, I'm excited to try 